Hey, welcome to the Street Shots Photography Podcast with the Switch to Manual guys. I'm Antonio, and there's no Tom today. <laughs> this is our 62nd episode 62, and I believe Tom is uh, busy at school, and so I have asked our friend from the upper northwest part of this great continent of North America, Mac Sokolsky from the Shutter Time with Sid and Mac podcast to join me. Mac. Oh, thank you. Thank <laughs> you very much. It's, it's quite it's, a venture. Uh, it's always a pleasure to to be on your podcast, especially now that I can call myself switched to manual. <laughs> you are literally switched to manual? Are I you now? literally switched to manual. You did? How? Yep, completely. Oh, right, because you're... Um, I'm You're in the middle. Still. You're film, right? I'm still shooting film. Hey, you know but, what? I, but I, one, t- one, t- one change I, I, I did make what? is I decided I don't want to shoot 35 millimeter. You don't want to shoot 35 millimeter film anymore? I don't want to. No. It sucks. It's horrible. Oh. It's disgusting. It <laughs> It's no different than shooting an iPhone. Oh, really? <laughs> um, <laughs> wow. Wow. Well, I was going to ask you how the how the project is going because the last time you were on and I don't remember when that was but you were I think we talked about it that you were in this mm-hmm. sort of year worth of your you know spending a year Year's worth of spending money on, on film and, and, and driving yeah. my wife crazy because <laughs> I'm taking up the kitchen when I'm developing mm-hmm. uh, yeah it's it's actually going pretty well um, one thing I've, I've noticed that what I really really want to do is I want to spend money on cheap cameras not expensive cameras because for that's one that's one of the reasons uh, first of all I can't afford them right. but that's one of the reasons I don't want to buy a Hasselblad um or or the lenses for the Hasselblad because mainly I can't afford them right so oh. I'm buying the, the the because I I really want to buy I really want to shoot medium format and that's that's the the main goal of this thing is and mm. to do that I'm just getting as cheap medium format cameras as I can get so right. you were going to buy, what were you going to get? Some Russian cameras, I remember, right? Or did you already have that? No, I had that, and unfortunately, I had it fixed. It was a Kiev 6. Oh, right, the Kiev, yeah. C. I had it fixed. Uh, it broke again. So oh. I decided mm. that um, uh, I got the Minol- uh, Minolta, Mamiya 645, which is another weird format. Oh, I love that little camera. It's it's, <laughs> I it's hate gorgeous. to say little. It's gorgeous. It's tiny. It's a great it's camera. The, I always, I always wanted that camera. I ended up getting the, the Mamiya RB sixty seven and yes, uh, which is the big, 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 the big one, massive brother. Yeah. So wait, can I just explain to people in case they don't know the nomenclature here, mm-hmm. a little bit? Um, the the cameras we're talking about are medium format cameras, and when we say six by seven or six four five, we're talking about the film size in centimeters. Mm-hmm. So, uh, uh, Mamiya RB67, which is, Mac has that, and it's, and I used to have it, it's about the size of Frankenstein's shoe, it's a huge camera, it shoots uh, medium format film at 6 centimeters by 7 centimeters, so you got a really pretty big negative, and then the yeah, R- it's a the RZ, yeah. yeah, is a six four five. So six. No, 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 no. Six uh, RZ is the newer release. Of Wait, the, the RZ is the six four five. No, oh. the RZ is six by seven as well. RZ six seven. 
Yep. Which is basically what they've done is they put some electronics into the RB67 because RB67 oh, is yeah. so fully is... manual. There's okay. nothing, batteries, no nothing in there. So what's the uh, 645 the, camera that you got? The 645 is basically a tiny, 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 tiny little brother or sister or a dwarf of uh, Mamiya RB67, which is basically the, the, the film is six, six uh, centimeters by four and a half. So, so it's, it's it's it shoots uh, on the on the roll of film. The the film goes in, not vertically, but horizontally. Mm-hmm. So it has a little cassette that rolls the film horizontally. So you're actually shooting uh, uh, landscape mode all the time. Right, right. With the with the RB67, you can shoot both. Right. The sixty six forty five is a little bit tougher because you have to actually move the camera, the whole camera. Uh, to shoot vertically. Did I tell you that I have a Fuji? Um, what what is it? A GA six forty five. I think it's GA. Did you know that? A GW. GW is it GW or, or no? something? Uh, some, some, yeah, it's, it's the. Uh, um, it's a point and shoot. <laughs> yeah, it's it is a, it is essentially a point and shoot, but it's it, a. Beautiful point and shoot. It's, it's a, a medium a format six four five point and shoot. Yeah, it's a range finder. Mm-hmm. It has no controls on it. You can barely change the ISO on that. And the way you shoot it, uh, let me interrupt, but the way you shoot it, the camera is horizontal, right? But the way the film is going through, the pictures are vertical. Mm-hmm. So if you want to take a horizontal picture, you got to rotate the camera into yep. the vertical position. Yep. <laughs> so it sounds like and what you're talking about. Yeah, that's what 645 does to you. <laughs> yeah, it's a little crazy, but but you get a decent-sized piece of film, mm-hmm. right, which is somewhere, I mean, it's much bigger than 35, but it's a little bit, I mean, it's smaller than 6x7. Or 6x6, six six, like the Hasselblad. 6x6, six six, which is square format. Yeah. Um, and you get a little bit more for your money on the roll of film because you get to squeeze in, I think, what yeah, is you it? Get 50, yeah, you get 15, 15 shots. photos on the 645, yeah. Yeah. Wow. And okay. the, the, the nice thing is with the RP67, because of the, the size of the camera, the shutter is in the lens. So trying to adapt different lenses for the RP67 is almost impossible because the camera itself does not have a shutter. Right. Oh, yeah. The uh, 645, the shutter is actually, it's an electronic shutter. It's in the camera. Um, so you can adapt different lenses. And I found mm. some lovely Ukrainians that can adapt <laughs> my old Kiev lenses, really? which are absolutely spectacular. Really? To this Mamiya 645. Wow. I mean, wow. I have the 150 2.8, which is absolutely beautiful. It's a beautiful lens. It's a Russian. It's one of those Russians. And I, I must have lucked out because it's, it's sharp. It's, 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 it's a gorgeous lens. But the lens itself is almost as big as the camera is. <laughs> so when putting that on, it looks kind of funny. Really? Yeah. Oh. I, I'll send you the you picture. You should send a picture. Of, I'd like to see that. I'll send yeah. you the picture of the 645 with the Kiev 150. <laughs> well, it's not a Kiev. It's a Volna or something. Some wow. weird wow. name for it. So, so but yeah, that... It and and the Kiev lenses, the the Russian Kiev lenses, which is um, are are cheap as borscht or cheaper. 
on on eBay. I mean, uh, I picked up the forty five millimeter, which is a wide angle, so you can have a nice uh, wide angle lens, which mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. approximately twenty eight millimeters on the full frame to give you a, a point of reference or mm-hmm. the view of it, and the one fifty two point eight for approximately less than two hundred bucks. Wow! For both. Wow! Wow! wow. For both lenses. So I mean, it, it's a bargain. So with all the extra money you save, you can buy more film and exactly. process it. Yes, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> that's very good. That's very good. Um, and you said oh, so. You're done with 35 shooting. Yes, I'm, right? I'm, I'm done with 35. Garbage. I, I don't want it. But I don't like um, it. You don't like it. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's one of the reasons I stopped. I'm I'm happy to lose film because I didn't like shooting 35 millimeter film. There was too many problems. Mm-hmm. But uh, are you uh, able to process the medium format film at home, or are you? Uh, oh doing yeah. It? Oh, you are doing it at home. Okay. Oh yeah, I know it's 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 quite easy actually. I, I process both black and white and, and color. Yeah. Oh, so right. so you're self-contained. That's nice. Yeah. The only thing is, I don't do is prints because unfortunately, I don't have a a dark room. I don't think anybody's doing prints anymore. Are you scanning them? Oh, then? there's there's a few people that. Well, I there are do a few prints. people, but I mean, it's there, like you can't yeah. find an enlarger anymore. I mean, I mean, you no, can. you can, but it's it's not an easy thing, and you need to have a sink and have yeah. room for all this stuff and, and temperatures and uh, yeah, it's not fun. And, and well, it's a lot it is a lot of fun, but <laughs> <laughs> to get to that fun, you have to do some major work. Yeah, it's a and lot. Have room. I mean, if you're talking about black and white, black and white is probably one of the easiest things to do at home in general. But when you start getting into color. <clears throat> Color is a lot harder to do. Uh, printing, probably. I've never prob- printed color. Printing, definitely. <laughs> but me, I've printed you know, color. to tell you the truth, developing color right now is just as easy, if not easier, than black and white. You're talking about the film? Film. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Because with color, the you can, like I said, you can buy a kit. Uh, it's called Unicolor C41 Press Kit. Mm-hmm. It's a one liter kit. It basically comes in, in packs of, of, of uh, powder and it tells you exactly which powder to mix and put it into into dark bottles so they don't oxidize and, and the developer doesn't oxidize or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And once you mix that, all you have to do is make sure that the temperature of the developer when you're when you're pulling push pu- putting it in into the into the tank, where the film is to develop it is at 102 degrees Fahrenheit. Hmm. That's it. The uh, the blicks, which is the the next thing that you got to put the film through, can be you have a range of 95 to 105, oh, which really? is a, quite yeah. a big range. Yeah, that is. Your your final wash in the water is 95 to 105. Uh huh. Well, that's that's so, good too. So and the cool thing is you don't care what film it's in the tank. So the same process is for the 800 ISO, the 1600 ISO, the 200 ISO film. So you can have, like yesterday I was developing 35 millimeter and developed the 800 Kodak uh, Portra 800 and the Ektar 100 at the same time. Just put them in the same tank. Yeah, you don't don't care. With black and white, you can't. Black and white, unless you... No. Each film has the, its own uh, development time, mm-hmm. its own mixing time, and all that stuff. 
the caller doesn't care. He's just, you have your schedule, you have your times, what you have to do. You follow the time, doesn't matter what film it is. Wow, You're that's done. interesting because I was, I remember when I was long, long time, long time ago, me mm-hmm. developed color film and it was uh, a real pain in the butt. Uh, it's color negative film, it was a real pain in the butt um, yes. because temperatures were a real an issue. So it's nice to hear that temperature is not an issue because you can do that at home. You don't really need to really have a great, you know. No, I remember everybody was saying, oh, you have yeah. to have, you know, a different temperature for blue and different temperatures for green and yeah, 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 and yeah. yellow and blah 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 blah. blah. No, uh-uh. this kit, this kit, and the kit is like twenty bucks. Really? You okay. Yeah, it's you said it's called Unicolor. Unicolor. Unicolor C forty one press kit. I think that's what it's called exactly. All right, uh, I'll make sure. And I'll you put can that buy in it the, in the notes. yeah. You can buy it here for twenty bucks, and Canada, of course, thirty bucks because our, our currency is a little different. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it, it has three packs. You have, you just mix the packs, and you just have to make sure that you have uh, dark or black bottles that don't allow light, so right, it doesn't. Right. Oh. And it's funny because the, the the press kit says you know you can develop only eight rolls of film, and uh, I'm on my thirtieth right now, <laughs> <laughs> and do it's you, not stopping. Do you? <laughs> it's do you, working uh, just fine. Do you dump the developer or do you re- no, like replenish No, you reuse it? the just developer, keep... you oh. reuse the Blix, and you just keep reusing it. The only thing you dump is the first pre-wash of the film. Okay. Which is kind of scary sometimes, especially with uh, with the Kodak color film because you you basically you pour uh, water, which is 102 degrees Fahrenheit, mm-hmm. into the into the into the tank. You mix it for for a minute and then you pour it out. Uh, the Kodak stuff comes out green as. Oh really? <laughs> as <you laughs> oh my God! It's just gross. Oh. Yeah. But everything else is you pour back the developer. So we use the developer. We use the blicks, and that's it. These are the two things uh, that needs to be warmed up, and it's it's really really easy. Wow, you you really made me nostalgic in some way for the <laughs> old days <laughs> with with this. Um, and Come on, switch to manual. Yeah, switch. <laughs> well, you know, um, get, so give us a give give us a quick update of how your uh, your project is going. Like, how do you feel this far into shooting film? Um, um, just an update, quick one. Just a quick update. It's it's like I said, it's wonderful, and yeah? okay. I uh, I I decided that I don't like thirty five millimeter anymore. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm cutting that out out of out of the project. I'm not gonna do 35 millimeter. I'm gonna okay. be concentrating mainly on medium format. Yeah, I uh, would love to try s- large format, but again, those cameras are expensive, and film is expensive, and developing is expensive. It's, so yes, it is. Yeah, all right. Unfortunately, medium format is sort of like in the medium. Uh, yeah, it, in the middle. <laughs> yeah, I still have a large format camera in my closet, a Toyo four by five. So, uh, just I'm surprised you know, you're not using it. I, it's stuck in a closet someplace, and I, like you said, the film is expensive. Four by five. Yeah. I don't even know if I have any holders anymore. But in uh, Polaroid is, uh, or the Impossible Project is, someone coming out with a film that it might be able to stick in there. So. I don't but that's going to be really expensive. It is, but if you only take a couple of shots, then it all sort of balances. True enough. Out, so yeah. True enough. But you know, now that I'm sitting here, like we've probably gotten, we've gotten like 15 minutes into this, and thinking, I know. Okay. People no are more film. just about to leave about talking about film, but <laughs> the, the nice segue. The nice segue is this. Like I said, it was like uh, 
getting me all reminiscent of the past a little bit. Uh, talking about film, I actually, I actually kind of liked the the processing part. You know, there was a zen to it. But um, a couple of things we want to you know talk about, and then lead into our big subject. Um, but you pointed out this article, and I think I did too on on uh, was it uh, Petapixel. But it's just leading to a, uh, someone is coming out with a um, a digital back uh, to put on old thirty five millimeter cameras. Yep, and it's Somebody called. Somebody finally did it. Yeah, well, <laughs> I've seen these things pop up a bunch of times. So this one was on Kickstarter. It's called "I'm Back," a very clever use of the name, and. Basically, I'll just quickly describe it and we'll talk about it. But basically, it's a digital uh, sensor that you attach to an old 35 millimeter cameras. Not every single camera you can do this to, but there's a bunch of cameras from the past where you could actually remove the back part of the camera, the, the part that covers up the film, and replace it with this sensor. And it looks like it covers Nikons and uh, what am I looking at? Some Minolta cameras and Olympus cameras. And it's basically a digital sensor that you stick on the back of your old camera. So, uh, and it's not that expensive. Um, no. no, right? It's uh, it's like a couple hundred dollars. It's on Kickstarter, so I don't know if it's gotten funded yet. Um, or an Indiegogo, I don't know what it yeah, is. Yeah, it's on Kickstarter. Kickstarter, yeah. So, um, and there was a video that I saw. Uh, and I'll, you know, put the link up on the page in case everybody's interested. Um, but before I go into my opinion, what do you think about this? Um, you know, it's, you're still back to, I mean, one could say, yeah, this is a full frame camera, right? right? Because Mm -hmm. your 35 millimeter is a full frame camera. So yeah, you're, you're back at shooting with, uh, with cheap full frame cameras. The only problem is, is I'm trying to find the uh settings like the the actual specs for this thing how big the oh. sensor is this it um, is a uh, it's a 16 megapi- megapixel so it's not yeah it's but not huge. what's the but what's the size of it right because you can say i mean my iphone has a 16 megapixel sensor right well from the but picture the, the pics the, the the sensor could be just it could be small know. yeah we exactly. don't know if it's cropping anything right yeah it, so it, if I was going to say, looking at the picture as a sort of a ballpark, my eyes, it kind of looks like a 35 millimeter piece of film size, maybe a little bit smaller. Yeah, but and I don't know. It's, maybe. It's, it doesn't really say anything anywhere here, actually. That, uh, But, like, for example, there's a, there's a picture of taken with a Nikon mm-hmm. of a bicycle. Um, uh, with a 50 millimeter f 1.2 lens. Oh, th- th- there's a picture of a blue guy. Blue guy. Uh, blue right. guy with with a huge smile and a hat, and and that's taken with a 50 millimeter f 1.2 lens. The sensor might not be very big because if they're shooting at f 1.2, you don't have a lot of bokeh. At 1.2 on the full frame, that bicycle in behind the guy. All that stuff would be gone. Right. But what I just to point out that it's just saying the lens is a one point two. It doesn't say it shot at one point two. But true, but, but I'm assuming that it was it was shot at I don't know. It, well, yeah, you can't tell. But but uh I would 
think from the picture I'm looking at, it does look like the back is the background is a little bit in focus more than I would expect it to be. So mm -hmm. you're probably right. It probably is a relatively smaller sensor, which means we're back to you know cropping, you know, uh, crop factors uh, and whatever. But um, let me just go into like I used to have. In fact, I still have it someplace over here. I've got a modified Nikon camera where I took the back off the camera and I put on a Polaroid back. You were, were you around okay. when those were? Okay. <laughs> do you know what that is? Yes. You do? Okay. Yeah. Um, it was custom made in uh, New York by a guy named Marty Forsher. He used to make these Polaroid backs. And essentially what they are is that when before we had digital cameras, in order for us to be able to check our exposures when we were taking pictures in the studio – you would have a camera devoted to taking Polaroids. And it was the same kind of camera. You could take the back off the camera you're going to use. You put this Polaroid back on, and you can take two little teeny tiny frames uh, mm -hmm. that were Polaroid, and you could check your exposure. And so when I saw this thing, I was like, oh, this is <laughs> this is like a digital this version of that. <laughs> exactly. Except I was trying to think of what the point is. I'm really I'm, – I'm baffled at, at the point. Uh, and when um, I watched the video, their little uh, was it, when I watched their Kickstarter video, mm -hmm. um, they had this guy dressed up as a hippie, you know, taking yeah, pictures. it was it was kind of kind of a silly video. To tell you it the was truth. silly, and I was looking at it, and it was like there was dust on the sensor, so uh, the pictures that they were taking, or at least the videos they were taking, had this dust all over the place, and I started having these conniptions uh, and having these remembrances of oh yeah, dust on my. Uh, on my film um and so i'm i'm not quite getting the point of it uh other than perhaps wanting to shoot with let's say it's not a full frame sensor so you're not getting any benefits of a full frame sensor um, that's the, that's what i'm afraid of i don't think it's a it's a full frame sensor right so why the hell would i want this uh to be even like more retro than i don't know Somebody else who's uh, shooting film. I mean, I don't know what. I don't get the point of this. You know, the the only thing I can see uh, this being people wanting it is if they have an old camera mm -hmm. that's just sitting there because they don't want to invest in film. They don't really care. They don't have labs or you know the one hour photos places are gone for the most part. And it's it's a camera. It's fully functional. It, it works, uh, except that it doesn't take pictures because they don't they don't have anything desired to do with with film. Okay. And you know they they either they can't afford or they don't really want to um, buy a digital camera. But then again, that defeats the purpose because if you have an iPhone, that's pretty much the same thing. Right. Right. So yeah, I I, I tell you the truth, I I really don't see the point either. Yeah. I, I mean, it's a cool, cool little thing, but oh yeah, if someone who like you know engineer something to put on the back of cameras, I mean that's great. But uh, um, actually, right now I'm looking at it. I don't know when they said oh, 44 days ago, and they're only about um, not even halfway through. No, not even they're not even a quarter. Right? No, they 20, no, they're not even a quarter. Third, they're twenty one thousand yeah. out of eighty five. So there's 131 people who uh, desire to have one of these things uh, stuck to the back of one of their old cameras. 
So that's not a lot. That's not a huge endorsement. Although this, I just saw this today. So to be fair, you know, they got 44 more days to go before their, um, you know, their project gets backed. But uh, mm-hmm. it doesn't seem like a big, you know, you know, right out of the fence kind of thing. People are jumping on this and, and wanting it. Because well, usually when an article thing, comes out like this, they, you know, they start, their backers yeah. know, start uh, are coming out, out of the, the woodwork. woodwork. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You know, the other the other thing is you have to understand that uh, the uh, old uh, old cameras are fairly inexpensive. Yes, like you were saying. Right. From the so, and you can find really good lenses that are fairly inexpensive. So, you know, it's it's another way of, of, of reusing your old cameras, I, mm-hmm. I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and the other thing is that you're probably, you know, not to <laughs> keep dropping this, but you, you have to shoot manual on these things. I most definitely would have to shoot manual. Yeah. So there's a plus, you know, for... I, there's a plus for you. I should probably buy some of these and get them branded with switch to manual. <laughs> there you go. There's an idea. Um, actually, it would be really good at... You know what, though? Now that I'm thinking about it, like, it might be really good in an educational kind of situation. Um to teach people how to shoot manual. I don't know. Or am I just thinking weird here? Because you can do well, that on a regular camera. but uh, Yeah, you could do that on a regular camera. Well, most most regular cameras are designed to shoot manual. Yeah, but the problem is with the, with the more modern cameras, there's a lot of things missing. Like, for instance, you don't really have a shutter speed dial. Or in the lenses, you don't have a, an aperture ring with a depth of field scale. And so these old cameras have all that sort of stuff there where you can actually show somebody. You can say, well, this uh-huh. is how you do this. And you turn this dial, and this is a depth of field scale. So you can set your hyperfocal distance and all that kind of stuff. And so it has that kind of thing for it. I'm trying to find something positive out of this. <laughs> I might be grasping <laughs> at straws here. Um, but, uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, it's a cool cool little gadget, but I, I don't think I'll be I'll be using it any anytime soon. No, but it, it's not expensive, right? We, no, we, not expensive and it's it's made out of out of you know regular pieces because it's using a Raspberry Pi Zero oh, as a, okay. as as the main controller. Uh-huh. So, but I'm, tr- I'm I'm still trying to find where there's any info on the on the size of the sensor because there's I can bet you a hundred bucks it's not a full frame sensor. I doubt it. At I all. Doubt it. it would be very expensive. Not for that price. Not for that price. Not for that price. Well, no. actually, that makes me question it. For that price, what kind of sensor is it in the first place? Because, you know, we, we know that most cameras, DSLRs uh, or even mirrorless cameras, I mean, a good chunk of the cost of the camera itself is is the sensor cost. Yep. And so if this thing is under $200, how big or good could that sensor be? Well, you can look at the the next uh, the next little thing that we have, which is that Yashica One Thirty Five Retro. Okay, nice, right? nice segue. <laughs> <laughs> I like that <laughs> because um, okay. Well, do you want to? Exp- yeah, that that camera is, is of course Yashica. Everybody knows Yashica, or if you don't know, it's a it's a big Japanese camera manufacturer from started the cameras in nineteen forty nine. Oh, I think, and mm. and basically they were uh, this 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 camera this um, the 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 Electro thirty five which this little Yashica is actually based on mm-hmm. is uh, was one of the most advanced and famous cameras at 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 that time. 
But uh, what happened next, you know, Canon Nikon took over the space. Yashica went out uh, out of business, I think. And I think a Chinese company just bought them. Bought the name. Bought the rights to them. Yeah, yeah. Bought, the, bought the name. And decided to create this, um, a throwback, basically, to the olden days of that tiny little camera. So can I, let me explain this. I, I saw this also in a feed. Uh, it caught my eye. And it's, uh, first of all, Yashica is a brand that I grew up with. Uh, I never owned one, but I definitely saw them. And I don't remember when they disappeared. They just sort of were gone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and someone has come out with this camera. It's another Kickstarter. Uh, so that's interesting. means that the, the everybody's doing Kickstarter these days. They want to, you know. But this this Kickstarter actually is is going nuts because it's this one right is. now as it's, yeah. uh, it has thirty two days to go, and it's at eight million out of eight hundred thousand goal. Right. So they're definitely these. I mean, well, I'm not gonna say definitely gonna come out with this because I've heard my run in with uh, yeah uh, uh, projects on these uh, on these um, crowds or uh, crowdfunding sources which have, have actually not gone through and people have run away mm-hmm. with the money. So I'm not endorsing any of these things uh, at all. Uh, you, you, know, you pay your money, you take your chances. But uh, when this thing popped up, I was like, what is going on with this? They have this, uh, Yashika's come out with this camera. It's a digital camera. And the ba- first of all, it looks very retro, old style. It looks like a little mm-hmm. film camera. And essentially, uh, instead of having uh, the ability in the camera to change the way the ISO of the camera is recorded or the, the picture um, profiles... You get these little sort of fake rolls of film that you pop in and say, for instance, you want a black and white, uh, you want to take a black and white picture. So you have to have a black and white, quote unquote, roll of film. And you pop that in the camera and then you can start taking black and white pictures. If you want high speed color, you have to pop out the black and white. You have to put the high speed color, you know, fake roll of film in there. And it is not an automatic camera. You have a little crank on it just like the old 35 millimeter cameras so you have to crank one picture at a time and uh, i don't know if you have to crank one picture at a time i think you have to crank from what i saw you have to crank when you change the film you have to wind it you do okay i thought it was and like that's a, it and that's and and that's it and then you can keep on shooting that's, really that's I actually my, understand, like the idea. That's my understanding okay well regardless but, i would i like my idea better <laughs> okay well no if it's idea. if it's one way that's fine <laughs> Uh, yeah, it says, but you won't be able to shoot immediately. The camera, you'll need to wind on the film for a brief period first. Uh, and there's a film advancement lever that you need to use too. So it sounds like you could do, you have to take a few steps before you take a picture with this thing. Yes. And, uh, it, and it's a 14 megapixel camera. So it's a decent size and it, it actually looks like a little plastic camera in my opinion, from at least the pictures I'm seeing, but nothing terrible yeah, about it. And the sensor sensor is basically it's an iPhone sensor. It's a yeah, it's uh, a very small sensor. It's a it's a basically whatever iPhones have. That's that's what the sensor it's is. It's a little bigger than an inside iPhone. Little, it's a fourteen megapixel. Uh, no, in size. I mean, in size. size. Oh, it's a one not, and a third. Mega, one one three three one, three seconds. Yeah, I don't even know how to read that. But yeah, it's a small sensor. Um, and when I first saw this, I first said, "What the heck?" <laughs> said, Give me a break. This is almost like this is I would say almost worse than the other one. I was like, why, why, why? But that was my first. My, that was my knee jerk reaction. My knee jerk reaction really was like, this is ridiculous. 
And then I started to think about it for a while. And then you brought it up about talking about it tonight on the show. Mm-hmm. And you also said, I can't remember what you said, but you seem to have a positive spin on it. And so I think we're, it's we might be in the same, going the same way on this thing. So, you know, I, I, I find it interesting, you know, because the, the, yes, it has a tiny little sensor. Yes, the camera doesn't doesn't focus at all because it goes from a uh, distance of oh, there's two feet f-stops to or three f-stops, right? Uh, it's an f 2.8. I don't think it has an f-stop change. It has a five s- selectable step shutter speeds. Oh, so right, one right, second, right, right. 30 second, one mm-hmm. over 30, one over 60, one over 250, one over 500. And that's it. I don't think I nope, don't right. doesn't doesn't seem to be. There's no aperture control. There's no focus control. So the only thing is you got a 35 millimeter field of view, a f 2.8, tiny tiny little sensor, and cool little film film packages that mm-hmm. you gotta stick into the into the camera <laughs> to switch your. There's no menu system. There's no LCD. Uh, there's absolutely nothing. It, there's a, just a viewfinder and, 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 and the lens. It does have an SD so, card, so you record onto an SD. Yep. Yeah. It yep. does have so an optical viewfinder, so you can look and frame your pictures. Yeah, you, but the thing is, you're not looking through the lens. It's it's a rangefinder. No, it's type, a rangefinder right? style, right. So you're looking through the through the camera on the side. Yeah. Um, but, you know, for uh, uh, something that's... I think yeah, it's a toy. I would consider <laughs> this more of a toy than than anything else. But then again, look at Helga's uh, right, right. cheap little black and plastic as plastic as they can be, medium format camera, and no settings whatsoever, none. There was no aperture. There was no shutter speed. There's no focus. There was nothing. It was whatever three feet like this one to infinity. Mm-hmm. So you have to decide how you're going to frame your picture. And I think this is a great idea for people who would like to take their photography to a little bit of a different level. Mm. Not in terms of quality, but in terms of quantity and in terms of actual art. Of, mm-hmm. of of the photograph to actually be able to use this camera because y- you you're losing autofocus so you don't really care about focus right, you right. don't really care about apertures because you, it's already set you're looking through this thing and you're basically creating an image you're trying to create an image with whatever you have in front of you right you're you're, so you're trying to do you're trying to create something with a lot of limitations exactly sort of built in to the device Yes, but it's still digital, so you can yeah. always take the take the take the uh, the SD card, stick it in your computer, and see what you got. Right. Instead right. of spending fifteen twenty minutes on a, on a developer. Right. And and developing your film, so you know it's it's it is kind of cool, and it's not very expensive either. No, it's not because it's it's, a, it's certainly an uh, I think f- right now on. Kickstarter and there's a bunch of stuff left that you can sign into. It's like for under like $160, you can get this camera plus the quote unquote some of the rolls of film to stick yep. in it. And you can, I'm guessing if you don't get all the rolls, you can buy them later. I would imagine. Yeah. And maybe they'll be coming out with more rolls of film. 
But um, I was thinking the exact same thing. Like first after my knee jerk reaction of this is idiotic. And then I was like, <laughs> well, you know what? Like I set my camera up like when I'm doing my street photography, I've got my really sophisticated Fuji X100T basically set up as a dumb camera. <laughs> and, and and basically this is this is this is your Fuji. Right. This um, is <laughs> It's just this like is your Fuji on. I wouldn't even say steroids. You can't say steroids. No, it's, it's, because this it's is actually a, going the reverse. The other way. This is it's on, going uh, reverse. Yeah. yeah, on downers. You know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> um, and then you know, I I did think about this. Uh, you know, the idea that you have to actually swap film things out to get your, you know, your higher ISO or your color mm-hmm. or your black and white. And you know, one of the things I remember talking about to somebody or even to a class is that. You know, we tend to stick these giant SD cards into our cameras these days and we're shooting endlessly, endlessly. And I said, well, you know, some of the downsides to that are if you've got a giant card in your camera and you shoot endlessly, if you lose that card, you've lost all your pictures, number mm-hmm. one. Um, and number two, is there a number two? <laughs> um, was that you, you, you sort of have no, you know, shutter discipline. You have no discipline in it. And I always thought, well, if you really want to, to give yourself some limitations, you buy yourself a bunch of smaller cards and you treat those as film, you know? And so like a smaller yep. four gigabyte card, let's say for instance, on some cameras, you might get like 50 photographs, which is the equivalent of a couple of rolls of film almost. Um, mm-hmm. And you're sort of forced to think about every shot you're taking. And then it's like, okay, well this is kind of doing the same thing. This is making you, uh, this is sort of forcing you to spend some time thinking about well, what, what, kind of picture do i want to make and so what you were just yeah, saying I, about the art you know um you're you're able to spend some time being thoughtful on and it. to me that's uh, and that's what i'm what i'm learning and trying to force myself into with by, into by that doing mindset by doing by doing film. film yeah i mean this might be one of those kind of things as a uh uh to do what you're doing except with digital you know if, if mm-hmm. I'm coming to think about it, and the entry, the entryway into this is not that much money. Now, of course, it could be a piece of garbage. You know, when you well, get the it, the pictures, the you know, the pictures on the, uh, you know, assuming, the pictures don't look bad. I'm looking at the, you know, looking at assuming. Their, I mean, yeah. but then again, you know, you you look at your iPhone photos. The iPhone photos aren't bad. No, no. And this thing has the same sensor, except that it's 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 doing it a little differently yeah, than, yeah. than your regular cameras. Yeah. Right, so uh, you can't switch an ISO set is unless you put a different film inside. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> you can't switch from color to black and white unless you actually physically put another film inside. And you can't sort of go, "Oh, now I want to shoot color." Right, you're and you're you have a black and white film in, inside, right. and you're 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 shooting black and white, and you have to shoot black and white. And I'm guessing uh, from what I'm what I'm seeing is that this thing does not shoot raw, so it's shooting. JPEGs, because otherwise, what would the point be? Because um, if you shot raw, then you could change it to whatever color you want. So it looks like you're kind of stuck with what it's producing, which well, is what, what phone mean, cameras do anyway. Like you're talking about the iPhone or exactly. any other camera. Exactly. Yeah. And you know, you have the same sensor. So whatever whatever you get from an iPhone, this is basically gonna gonna produce. Except that it's 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 gonna be an actual camera. It's not gonna be a phone. It's not gonna be everything else. Right. And the camera is just going to be a camera that, you know, it's powered by two AA batteries, which you can find anywhere. Right, right. That, that's like the old days. Too. 
Exactly. It, and and uh, the only thing you have to worry about is is having that film handy somewhere mm-hmm. and not losing it. Right. So that's that's the only thing you have well, to worry about. Yeah, but remember you could lose remember you could lose rolls of film too, you know. Of course. It's been done before, you know? Of course. Yeah. But uh So so when uh, are you backing this? Or when are you getting well, yours? Well, hang on a second. So <laughs> um, I was looking at this and of course the door's closed so my wife can't hear. <laughs> but I recently just to step back for a second, I recently backed two camera projects and again, I can't remember if they're Kickstarter or Indiegogo. Um, that are both uh, instant camera um, projects. One was a cardboard camera made entirely of cardboard paper, right. uh, and it shot. I don't know if it shot Instax films, the the Fuji uh, um, Fuji instant film, and it wasn't that expensive. And so I backed that, and then I backed another one that was another uh, instant camera film, and I can't even remember what that is. But um, oh, it was from uh, Lomo. Lomo right. had a uh, on another Instax, I think it was Instax uh, film camera, and I backed those two. So I'm supposed to be getting them, you know, in the next couple of few months. And I was like, well, why am I getting those things? I mean, first of all, I was like really drawn to them because they look cool. But I thought this idea of like trying to do some kind of different kind of photography, uh, in this case with instant film, was like, okay, well, I'm you know willing to try that. And the film is not that expensive, but it would sort of force me to slow down and pay attention. And then as I started looking at the Kickstarter for this Yashica, I was thinking, oh, you know, it's only 160 bucks, right, for like one of the ones I would like to get. And it's like, that's not a lot of money for a nope. camera. And it would be kind of another way to have something in my hands that would sort of force me to... Th- to, to do something different, you know, take my photography in a, you know, left or right mode, not necessarily up or down, but just like, you know, let's see where, what this does, because uh, I'm going to take a, another step back is that I think I started to do things slightly differently when I, when I started to get into the Fuji system and, and, and look where it's taken me. I mean, I'm not uh-huh. saying the Fuji system is, is totally responsible for me doing my street photography, but there is some, there was some effect of me like getting this piece of equipment and saying, okay, what can I do with it? And so, you know, I've gotten off the knee jerk reaction to this, this Yashica one. I was thinking, you know, there's still some, you know, I guess 32 hours to back this one for $160. <laughs> it's like, and you know, mm-hmm. I have, I happen to have some money coming back from my taxes. You know? <laughs> so <laughs> you know, maybe it wouldn't be such a, it wouldn't be such a bad thing to do. So you know, or or what you can actually do is do what uh, uh, I don't know if you've heard of uh, Biroslav Tiche. Who? Uh, Czech photographer. No, I mean I may. Well, no, the name is not f- familiar, but I can't even spell it. <laughs> uh, it's uh, his last name is spelled T I C H Y. Mm-hmm. And um, he made his cameras. Oh, that guy. That the, guy. The guy with the beard, right? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes, 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 yes. There you go. couple of uh, spools for, for yarn and then, you know, His, a couple of cardboard things and and yeah. and, and, and that's it. His cameras, not are, even His lens. cameras are works of art. Those things. Yeah, the guy was a, <laughs> a bit of a peeping dom. Yeah. Weird. Dude. Yeah, weird, but his photo photography was great, and, the, and those cameras, 
I mean, he looked like he was like a, I mean, he looked like a homeless guy who <laughs> built his camera out of the stuff he found out of the trash. Yep. But uh, no, I don't mean to any disrespect to him. It's just like that looking at the pictures and looking at the cameras. Uh, and he, uh, is he still alive? You know? I, I hope so. don't think so. Oh, no? I don't think, I don't think so. All Let me right. just see. We got a link. We got to put links. I got to put links up. Yeah, he, he died he, in April uh, oh. in April 2011. Oh, that's sad. Send me the link and I'll I'll, I'll post it for the show. This this guy's cameras are great. Yeah, but uh, yeah, and his photography is is definitely something on a different side. Yeah. So you know, I might I might back this. <laughs> it, you know why? Because well, not only do I want to grow my camera collection, but uh, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna segue now into what we wanted to really talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, was but you uh, don't have much time. We don't do have much anyway. time. No, I know, but every, but you know we're 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 evening out. We we had the tech we had the tech geek geeky things, and move into the touchy feely things. <laughs> touchy feely. <laughs> <laughs> no, to be serious, but um, uh, I wanted to talk to you. Uh, something popped up in my mind about about photography as therapy, and it you know, don't anybody judge this yet, but. I'll go into my own experiences, and this camera sort of reminded me of that because I was I was talking to you about the, my experiences with Fuji, and that all, all sort of stemmed from like me moving to the neighborhood that I'm in and shooting street photography with my iPhone and saying, okay, this is not enough, and getting a small Fuji camera and then involving into this, and then thinking, okay, so um, what what do we mean about therapy in you know uh, in photography and 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 I'm thinking, like, you know what? Um, if I'm not taking pictures, then I'm gonna go crazy. <laughs> and that's sort of the that's sort of the simplistic way of saying things, something. But um, you know, I I I take pictures on my way to work, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, most of the shots that you see of my street photography are on my way to this job that I have that I have to use to pay the bills. That I'm um. It's not, I like my job, okay? So anybody who's on my way work listening, I love you guys. This is great. I love working there. And and yet, um, pe- you know, people always see me with my camera around my neck. And so I still identify as a photographer, even though I'm doing video and stuff like that now. And there are times, there was one time I forgot my camera. Um, I actually walked out as I was late to work. And this was a couple of weeks ago. And I'm walking out, running out. I'm like, holy crap, I don't have my camera on my neck. And I had a moment of panic. <laughs> and it wasn't because I thought I lost it. I mean, I didn't, I know I didn't lose it. It wasn't, it wasn't it's that. Just, what am I going to do with myself now? It was, well, and I, and it's only a 10 minute walk to, to the subway for me. And I was like, I was almost having not a panic attack. I'm not going to be over dramatic, right? But I was really just upset about this. And so now thinking about like, what do I, um, what does the camera mean to me in terms of, uh, um, like moments of peace, moments of like just taking care of myself, uh, and I just wanted to open it up to you because you're doing this film project, and and whatever else you're doing, and what this what do you, what does this bring up for you? It is it, it's funny because it, it is uh, therapeutic in, in some ways. Um, having having to wind the film. Having hearing the 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 click and it's looking at the at the images and trying to focus, 
manually and making sure, damn sure, that what you're what you're what you're trying to capture is in focus. Because I've I've had so many times that I thought I had it in focus mm -hmm. and then it just wasn't. Mm. So. Uh, it is therapeutic. It is, especially right now with film, you, you, because you, you have to make, or the way I look at it, you make every single picture count. Mm -hmm. You want to make the single picture count. Uh, a couple of days ago, we were invited to a, to a little get-together of photographers and with some models and stuff, and we were taking a walk in the, in, in the park and, and just chatting and shooting and all that stuff mm -hmm. i shot overall for the last for the whole three hours three and a half hours we were walking around two rolls of of uh one medium format film mm. and that, so that was 30 it. pictures 20 pictures that's that was 30 pictures and one, one screwed up because unfortunately mamiya has this one little thing that it has two shutter buttons on the on the by the lens and on the top of the camera right and sometimes when you're handing the camera, go click. Oh, <laughs> there goes a dollar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn it. <laughs> um, mm. So I had one one accident like that. But you know, you you try. It, it's I don't know how to how to explain it, but it, it puts you in a completely different mood. That mm -hmm. the world slows down mm -hmm. to your pace. Everything is just peace, calm. You focus, you measure the light, you fire, and you know you got the picture you mm -hmm. wanted. Mm -hmm. Not click, 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 click. Oh, I think I got something. Right, right. Spraying. How gray. many pictures? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you know, and, and I find this, I find this really uh, just relaxing. Mm. So yeah. Yeah. you know, not having not ha not being able to go out and shoot for, let's say, a week or two weeks, it just feel you, your life just feels strange. It, yeah, you have you haven't done anything. Do you have Do you have moments like that when you? I mean, are there going to be times when you, like you just aren't able to go out for an extended period of time? I know winter's coming, and uh, it's probably a lot more oh. severe where you are than. Oh, I'll Where I'll find times. It's it could be severe, but the, you know there's there's cars. You can sit in a warm car or mm -hmm. jump out out of a out of a warm car. I'm not sure how film is gonna be reacting to this change of temperatures, but um, again, it's a it's a learning experience, mm -hmm. and I absolutely love it. Right, but there's no was, better way of spending free time. Yeah, right but let me ask me. you: Have you have you had times when? Uh, you couldn't go out for a couple of weeks. Uh, there was a couple of times where I couldn't go out for, I think it was two, two weeks. Mm. We're just, it was just too busy around the house. We're, mm -hmm. we're doing renovations and, and I missed it. I missed it so much. It was, it, it's crazy. Mm -hmm. Really. When, when you think about it, it's, it's just taking photos, right? And <laughs> well, it's not crazy. And I missed it. it. It was like part of my 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 life was missing. It's it's like yeah, you know you know how it is when you when you when you're involved in the TV series and you keep and you watch it and it ends and you go, what am I going to do? Right. What am I going to do? 
There's <laughs> this big, big hole in my life that I, I got to fit with something because the story is ended. They can't make another, you know, continue milking the, the show right. because the story is ended. It's over. It's done for. And it was an awesome show and you can't, and you just go, what am I going to do? What? I'm missing something. There's there's a hole here. It's yeah. like, what? So it's it's same, it's the same thing with, with photography, you know? And And the funny thing is, I don't miss digital photography. No, you. I have heard you say that to me before, and uh, it's really interesting that you don't miss it. But, but you leave off the digital and leave off the film. What you still have is the photography. Yes, like, that you miss if you weren't doing it. You're yes. just doing. If you're just doing something yeah, different. Yeah, you're doing it. The it, whole it concept of it. Yeah, yeah. It, it's weird. The whole to say concept it. of photography would be missing. Yeah. Would, would, yeah. I mean, um, I. You know, I live in this near. I used to go to. Let me back up a little bit. The neighborhood I used to live in, uh, in Brooklyn, I was close to the uh, Brooklyn Botanic Garden, which is one of the right one of the oldest botanic gardens in the country, I believe, and one of the most beautiful. And it's it's not a very big place. Um, in New York, it is. It's a really great place to go to. But I live like within walking distance of there, and. Before I actually had a day job that I had to go to, um, I'm being a freelance photographer, but I would like, okay, so Tuesdays was a good time to go there because it was free in the morning. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, I ended up becoming a member, but but at some point I was like, okay, let me go in and you know not pay the full price. And I would go early in the right. morning and wander around there. And I would, uh, you know, it's a beautiful garden. You take pictures and you think about it, of course, garden, beautiful, light, wonderful calm weekdays are probably pretty good because most people are at work so it's empty and i shot so many pictures of that garden you know flowers how many times i would go there in the spring and shoot um tulips who cares (laughs) how many tulips can i shoot with digital i could shoot as many as i want which was nice because i used to shoot tulips with film and i just ended up with you know ream you know boxes and boxes and boxes of tulips uh and I wouldn't really do anything with those pictures. You know, I would just take them because a, it was a way for me to interact with the environment. I, l- I love looking at the environment uh, with, you know, within the frame of a camera. Um, right. I mean, I do like looking at the environment with my eyeballs. There's nothing wrong with that. But there is also something about the challenge of the lenses and the, you know, the focal length and the depth of field and the frame yep. that mm-hmm. I find the whole process was not just for me to walk through the garden and be at peace at the garden, but me to, to have this thing to do there that was also very peaceful for me. And, you know, fast forwarding, I, I shot thousands and thousands and thousands of shots of the Brooklyn Botanic Garden. And I eventually turned that into a, um, a gig with them uh, doing their calendars. I did two calendars for them. Uh, one of them was a really nice. important calendar. One was their 100th anniversary calendar. I was really honored to do that. Um, and I was like, really? This just came from my sort of meditations of walking around with my camera at uh, you know, at the Botanic Garden. Fast forward, we moved to a different neighborhood. Now I live near uh, a place called Greenwood Cemetery, which is one of the oldest cemeteries in the country. <laughs> also one of the largest. It's it's a huge cemetery, at least in New York it is. Um, and I I do the same thing there now. I go there. Uh, it's in it's in with walking distance, but I drive there sometimes because it's a very big place. And I go 
get my cameras, whatever whatever camera I have with me, and I go in there and I walk around. Now, of course, it's peaceful. It's a graveyard, right? <laughs> oh, well, you would hope that it's peaceful. I, I hope so. Yes, it's not the <laughs> Walking Dead here. Uh, <laughs> not that I noticed. It's a beautiful place, by the way. When you ever come when you come back to New York, um, it's a it's yeah, a great place I, to I, visit. I, that's one thing. That's it's definitely on my list. On, You've seen the, the pictures I've taken of them, right? Oh you know? my God, I followed that 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 whole. Uh, tour that you've did on on Facebook Live, or was it Facebook Live? Uh, yeah, or no, was I did a Facebook else? Live tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It yeah. was it was bloody amazing. I mean, looking at all the trees, and we're sitting there with my wife, and we're going, "What? What <laughs> kind of trees are these? What? What? Right. What, what yeah. is that blooming thing?" Right. Oh, my I God. mean, the 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 whole thing is it's it's absolutely spectacular. It's a great so place. It, yeah. Anybody who comes to Brooklyn and New York, you know, if, um, you want to have a tour or do a photo walk in Greenwood, it's great. Um, it's a great time. It's a, I go there. All the time of the year, especially like after it snows, uh, when they when they open it up and it's safe because they don't want people to get crushed by falling trees. But, you know, fall, spring, it's beautiful in the springtime. But I realize I go there like I want to take a walk someplace. Um, I want to sort of be with my thoughts. And yet I have a camera with me. And so Mm -hmm. the photography part is very much part of my relaxation. Um, And. I know enough about how I use my cameras and stuff like that that like I don't really think about the f stops and the shutter speeds and the ISOs. Like that's all sort of in the background to me. That's like you know, um, you know, like when you're walking, you don't really think about when you're walking. You know, your legs just do it. Yep. Right. Same kind of thing. It's like I'm I'm in you know Greenwood Cemetery taking pictures and I'm not thinking about my f stops or anything like that. I'm just like looking at something. And taking a picture, and through that, I'm getting uh, an immense sense of satisfaction, relaxation. Um, it's you know maybe at some point like it's like a meditation in some way, and uh, you know I might go there for an hour or two. You know a lot, of, spend a lot of time walking around. You know I get some exercise because it's walking. Definitely. And and I generally come out of a situation like that, whether it's Greenwood Cemetery or Brooklyn Botanic Garden or wherever I go, like even just walking the streets, I, I come out usually feeling a lot better than I did when I when I uh, went out. And then one last thing, because I'm monopolizing time here, July 4th, this past July 4th, I was really depressed for some reason. I don't know why, what was going on, but I was just really bummed out. And I purposely decided that I'm going to go out and take pictures. And I was like, what am I going to take pictures of? Because <laughs> I want to not just wander around. And I decided to go into a neighborhood near me, which is called Ditmas Park, where a lot of the houses are Victorian from the turn of the 18th, uh, 19th century into early 20th century. Um, mm-hmm. And I decided to just take pictures of people who had American flags on their, on their, uh, on their porches. Some people, right. do, some people do and some people don't. And it forced me, A, to walk around a lot. Um, not everybody's got flags up there. Also forced me to sort of look at and be discerning about certain shots. But I wasn't really out there to take pictures, like make beautiful photography. That I was like, oh, they're gonna sell it. I'm gonna put them on. Flick. No, I you were put, there to spy on people. I was there to, 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 to uh, report them. Right. To find they don't have an American flag on the porch. Come on, guys. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. I was working for. Uh, uh, you know, what is it? Ice. Uh, secretly working for ice, checking out on this. That's thing. right. <laughs> uh, yeah, there we go. Now I'm in trouble. <laughs> you've, you've outed me. Sorry. I got, I got back and, um, you know, I might have had like 
a couple dozen pictures and I paired them down. I did put them on Flickr because I wanted to share them. And I basically, I think I did post the thing on, on a, you know, Twitter. Like, this is what I did today. Um, and not for any accolades or anything like that. Just like, I just like to share my stuff. But it was really, I remember when I came back from that, that, I mean, I wasn't totally out of being depressed or bummed out, but I felt like, I felt a little bit better. I was less in my head uh, mm-hmm. about whatever was going on. And the photography part of it was certainly helpful. I mean, it didn't hurt. It didn't make things worse. It, I think it might have actually made things better. Now, of course, you, com- you combine that with, you know, physical walking. Um, the fact that I think when you're doing photography, you generally have to be present when you're doing it. Right. You, know, you don't really want to be thinking of the th- whatever you're doing tomorrow. Or next week, you really want to think about what you're looking in front of you, and and like I said, if you're if you've used your cameras enough, you're not really thinking about all the technical stuff. I mean, you might be, but like one part of your brain is you know figuring that stuff out really fast, and then the other part of you is is thinking about what kind of picture you want to make. Exactly. Yeah. So. So so basically, what you're saying is, if somebody came in and took your cameras away, you would be miserable. I don't ever want to go through that. <laughs> Let's just, let's just say I don't want to, I don't want to find out, um, at all. How how miserable is it gonna get? Well, I mean, you have to take away a lot of cameras. I mean, there that would be a serious amount of cameras to have to to, to remove from my from my person for that to be. But yeah, no, I like I said when I walked out of work that day, even though I had my iPhone with me, and I said, you know, I got my iPhone, I was like, that's not what I wanted. I, I have this camera on my neck. I want to take pictures while I'm walking to the subway. I didn't have them, and I just had this sort of, you know, bit of a anxiety that, that. So, so what you're saying, so, so what you're saying is, you don't consider an iPhone an actual camera. It, um, that's what the whole story is about. Per se. <laughs> Right? No, 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 no. But I'm just, I'm just curious because from what you're saying is, I mean, you you left your 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 normal camera at home, but you still have an iPhone, so you still have an yeah. uh, Well, you can no, still no, no, take no. photos. I, I still had right. No, absolutely. The the iPhone is a camera, but it's not what I have around my neck, neck. all the time. It's like uh, right. For you know, if you have a well worn pair of shoes, right, and then you suddenly have to put on another pair that you wear only once in a while. You know, mm-hmm. you can wear them; they're fine. They're not, maybe not the most comfortable, and it's, they just don't—they're not—they don't feel like the ones right. that you always wear. Yeah. And so I got my Fuji around my neck all the time, and you know, the damn camera now is worn. I could see it; it's worn. You know, <laughs> I'm wearing the paint off of it, and it's got dust in the viewfinder. Now the uh, diopter is not working so well. You know, and I'm thinking I should probably fix it, but it's—it's that—it's that thing that I have with me all the time. You know. I'm, I'm really comfortable with it. And yes, I do have my iPhone with me all the time too. But again, like I'm not walking around with that around my neck all the time. So yeah, I mean, and this just happens to be my Fuji. I've had my Nikons. And I had the same thing with that, you know, when there's a certain feel to something. The, and uh, a camera, a camera, a proper camera is, is a camera. So it's not, I mean, I'm I'm curious. How would you feel with that yashika around your neck? Because I, mean, I don't know. It's I, a, we might want to find. It's, out. it's yeah. You might want to because it is essentially an iPhone. It is, uh, but it's, it's designed a, differently. <laughs> yes, it's it's designed differently. It's it's not a calculator, and it's not mahjong. It's not no. game this and no. It's uh, just GPS it's just the one and, thing. 
It's not sending you signals. Right. Um, Exactly. If I get it, and the jury's still out, but I'm like, I still have the tab open here on my my browser. (laughs) What I would do, what I will do with it is um, probably head over to Greenwood and, and do my, I won't even call it a test run because I like to think, well, I'm going to test the camera. Well, sure, I'm going to test it. But it's not just testing the, here we go. I've got the sirens going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. It's just crazy. That's the third yeah. one. Third one today. Yeah. I'm or glad, I'm glad I have such a nice quiet room I live in here. Some of these, <laughs> some of these I mean, you know what? Not to fool around with ambulances, you know, because when the ambulance is coming for you, you want it to be loud and screamy as well. But yeah. Some of these guys go around, they have double sirens on. I think, well, you really need double sirens. Anyway. <laughs> Peace, <laughs> peace to you, ambulance. Please make it there safe. Um, what was I saying? <laughs> Lost my train. Uh, you know, if I get this thing, if I go to Greenwood Cemetery, it would be, um, yeah, a test run of it, sure. But it it's also so that I get to sort of meet the camera for the first time and walk around with it and see how the the relationship develops. And that's no pun, mm-hmm. you know, intended. It's a uh, you know, this is my stomping ground and you're this new person with me and how are we going to interact together? You know, I did that with when I've gotten all my iPhones. I've I've uh, headed to wherever I've been. Lately, I've gone to uh, Greenwood when I got my iPhone 6S because the camera was pretty decent on it. I just dropped everything and went and said, I'm going to go to, the, you know, to the cemetery, mm-hmm. take pictures with this thing. I'm going to commune with it and see what happens. And... uh you see the results of that, you know. You saw the pictures. Yep. It looks, you know, it looks great. So, but you know, to go back to the sort of the therapeutic part of it, <laughs> it's like, um, I I think that I would probably get pretty nuts if I couldn't if I couldn't go out and take pictures for a couple of weeks or something like that. Uh, it it, it, yeah. it it really does help me, and I, I do it sort of like a daily thing. Like you know, like I said, on my way to work, on my way home from work, usually or sometimes around lunchtime, I'll go out and take pictures. Um, mm-hmm. And it's something I don't want to give up, uh, or I don't want to lose. And I find myself very privileged to be able to do that. You know, to have that. Yeah, I, I'm that really time. curious how many how many of your listeners actually feel that way, because I I heard many people or many people I I heard a few people say that if I'm not getting paid, that camera's not not being used well i had that once i mean I, I, and to yeah. me that's sad yeah you well know, i mean you know people want to make know, a living it's, it's, it's true you want to make a living but the thing is there's a little bit i i think my maybe that's why i'm not getting paid for it for my photography but i think there's a little bit more to photography than just being paid for it it's, unless you're like i said unless you're trading it as a as a as a business and and that's it because i mean every every uh shot with with a digital camera it wears down the shutter and mm-hmm. with any camera really right right wears down the mechanical things and it's 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 like usage right if i'm not driving anybody why should i be driving right right why wear down my car well, I mean, it's certainly so, one way to think yeah. of your camera because, uh, and the other way to think about it, it's a tool that gets used and at some point it breaks and you throw it away and you get a new one and there are plenty to buy, you know, and True. You're, you're not locked into something for the rest of your life, you know, and 
like that's when I started used to get, I mean, I used to be really crazy about trying to keep my cameras as clean as possible. I was like, Oh, what if I'm going to sell them or what? I'm gonna, like, you know what? When I got, when I got this Fuji, I'm like it. And I like, Oh man, I want it pristine. I almost want to wrap it in plastic all the time. Like what good is that going to do? <laughs> you know, use the bloody thing. That's what it's for. You know, exactly. It's and if it get, breaks, it's, it's going to get either fixed or it's going to get replaced. Right. And then I can buy another one. I mean, you know, exactly. it won't, it it's, won't be it's pleasant. Right. I don't like spending more money, but so what, you know, it's, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna take care of it. I'm not gonna go around banging it right, all over right, the place. Right. But then again, I'm not gonna baby it to to oblivion. That you know, put it in a little uh, velvet box every night and with a charger <laughs> and you know, sing it, sing lullabies to it. I don't know. It's no, no, <laughs> I'm not not gonna do that. I'm not that nuts about it. I mean, it's a it's a means. Well. I don't know if it's a means to an end. I don't know what the end is. I mean, the end sometimes is just taking the pictures. Like, you know, going out, I don't necessarily always have to produce a beautiful picture. Uh, in fact, I ought more. I wouldn't say more often than not, but like when I go out and I take shots, if I'm going out specifically, it's not about always getting a picture. It's about the act of taking pictures, you know? Mm-hmm. If I get a good picture, and I, you know, I mean, I'll... I'll probably more often than not get a decent shot just because you know i like to think that i'm pretty decent photographer so you know yeah just, you are i'm not or just pointing at the sidewalk decent. you know or something like that but uh, well you do point at the sidewalk sometimes, <laughs> sometimes. yeah <laughs> of course i do yeah. and then somehow you come up with something interesting well that's true so, yes so okay you, yeah i would say you're decent <laughs> yeah okay thank you yeah <laughs> but uh, yeah yeah um, I, I wanted to actually, before I forgot this, I wanted to say like I had, um, I just recently had a photo walk in Greenwood Cemetery, uh, right? part of the Kelby, um, photo walk, the worldwide photo walk for, for those of us who are, who, who know Scott Kelby, he's the Photoshop guru. Uh, and he has this photo walk every year and, you know, everybody around the world goes around on the same day and takes pictures. And it's a lot of fun. I've led it a bunch of years, um, this year I did it in Greenwood Cemetery, and uh, first my first quick thing to say is that, like there weren't as many people signed up this year. It was really interesting. Maybe really, yeah. In previous years, he's had like there have been like f- sometimes twenty, thirty, even forty thousand people. Maybe I'm not sure forty, but I knew there was over thirty. And this year there was less than twenty. So it's really wow. interesting that there was a lot less people out who wanted to go out and take pictures, at least as part of a group. So I'll I'll sh- put that in the on the shelf for a later discussion maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the, um, we had a small group that went out, uh, to Greenwood and it was a lot of fun. Again, it was almost like a little group, a, a little group therapy <laughs> in some way. <laughs> uh, cause we spent a lot of time talking, uh, amongst ourselves. And then, you know, a few people took pictures. We took pictures. I'm actually kind of surprised at the shots I saw that, uh, people took cause I wasn't like aware that they were taking those pictures. Um, you know, I might have taken maybe, you know, I don't want to say 20 pictures. I took very, very little compared to what I usually do there. But the whole act of the walk, uh, again, was, you know, this meeting people and communing and just, you know, sharing some sort of experience. Um, mm-hmm. I'd like to throw that into the pot as uh, as well as something that's uh, you know, therapeutic is going to be sounding a little maybe over the top, but something that uh, is sort of good for our psyche you know um because as mm-hmm. photographers we spend so much time alone uh 
Maybe not you. I always see you with other people taking pictures, so I get the sense that you're you're not always alone when you're shooting. Well, it's always, always, uh, it's funny because um, uh, a lot of people go on dates and stuff like that. Our, me my, my, and my wife, our dates, uh, basically we jump into a car and go out into into the into the wild explore and take and take photos that's, that's our dates <laughs> these are our dates and and uh that's one of the things we, that's how we spent our anniversary really we just went out and, and took pictures and we were just both happy with what we that's that that was the that was the whole thing hmm. we we don't we have to we're, we're 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 at this part that we don't need to you know go to special dinners or anything like that or oh that's wonderful that's great so yeah that's our that's our little dates you know that's uh let's go let's go shoot okay let's go shoot wow and you know you, you can ha- and then you're driving you can have a conversation and talk about all kinds of different things and you know on the ver- on the anniversary date you sit there and you reminisce about your old age and <laughs> it was how fun it was long time ago oh. and so yeah, no, these these are these are wonderful little little things. I I, I will remember them forever. The ex- the remembering the experience is almost uh, I don't know, more important. I don't know more something than than the actual taking of the pictures. You know. Yeah, no, it's like I said, it's a it's a it's a big date. Yeah, it's a, it's yeah. a date for just having fun. Yeah. So you want to throw that into the into the mix? You know. You know. We spend a lot of time by ourselves taking pictures. And when you think like, okay, well, what am I going to do with somebody else and take pictures? Like you're, you're basically, you're both kind of separate. You're both taking different pictures, but you're not. You're really sort of having a shared experience, um, mm-hmm. which can be very, uh, you come out of that, you know, um, you come back from that and uh, you've perhaps grown in some way or uh, you know um, yeah you know i always follow her and see what she's shooting oh that's really cool. that's interesting <laughs> <laughs> let me think about it. let me analyze that for a minute i wonder really. no, she, she's got a, she's got a much better eye for 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 little details and 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 things than, mm-hmm. than i do so she she sees the world differently so i always walk around behind her and look at her lcd the way she's shooting and see, <laughs> okay yeah, that's interesting okay <laughs> Oh, so. I like that. I like that. That's great. Oh man. So, well, uh, let's. You know, we're at about an hour and change. Yeah. So let's. We'll get a sort of sum it up, uh, and then say good night. But uh, I would like to. Uh, you know, I would like to just say that I don't know what I want to say about this. It's a. It's a ongoing. Uh, I don't know thought process black couch what yeah, it's a black couch a black what? it's a free black couch it's a free black couch oh, black couch a, a, okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It's, it's a free black couch you. because you. you just go out there and and then then you heal yourself yeah right yeah yeah it can help it can certainly help with uh some things not everything but some absolutely a lot of things you talk about going out with your wife uh um you know you're communing with uh nature and with her and uh you know you guys are together and so that's a whole bunch of things going on there and um mm-hmm. like i said for me you know some i live in new york so it's not like i can go climb a mountain right or hug a tree or something like that and i'm not making any fun of this this is so don't anybody think this i mean 
um, dealing with our mental, you know, it's one thing we don't deal a lot with is our mental uh, conditions. You know, we always think that we got to tough it out and stuff like that. And sometimes you really need to just walk away from it all. And sometimes, you know, we walk away with it from it all with our cameras, you know, when when we come back and uh, maybe the pictures are good, maybe they're not good, but, uh, you know, you've had some time to yourself to, to sort of sort things out and maybe start thinking slightly differently. So, uh, you know, I'm all for that kind of uh, taking care of yourself, you know, mm-hmm. if it helps. I, you, I completely yeah. agree. Yeah. Because uh, we all need it. You know, we all need to be able to sort of express ourselves yeah, express in, in ourselves. some way. Yeah. I mean, uh, one little thing. Have you noticed that if you're feeling not feeling very enthusiastic, happy, that reflects in your images? Yeah. Yeah. And you've and you've noticed it with me. <laughs> well, yeah. And yeah, it's but, it's a, and it's the same. I think it's the same thing with every, yeah. because this is our language that we speak. Yeah, yeah. Right. So we we even subconsciously we 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 pick the elements out of the image that that reflect our our our, our soul or our thoughts. Yeah, and what, what at what's the going moment. on at the time? And I'll say this again. I mean, we talked about this last time, but I want to emphasize it again. Is that like for me? And I think I would suggest for everybody, if if you go out and you take pictures on those days where you're not doing so great or you're not feeling so great, you know, don't consider hiding them. You know, um, they're all part of the sort of the story that you're telling, you know. And so I'm not saying to post bad pictures like it's out of focus or, you know, but you get the idea. It's like if it's not quite you, you might think about showing it. You know, maybe not in your normal portfolio or something like that, but you might want to sh- just have it as part of your tableau, you know, the overall story of of you, you know, and, mm-hmm. and not hide that from people. Um, you know, might be the kind of thing that you show your closest friends or something like that uh, because, you know, the world is not all rosy and smiley, you know, and we're going through, we go through a lot of garbage that we have to deal with. And, you know, if you're able to sort of express that with your photography and, you know, you, you might think it's not a good shot, but your you know, people you're showing it to might say, oh, that's really interesting. Look what you, you know, I can see where you're going mm-hmm. with this, you know. So consider not uh, hiding, you know, what you might consider the bad days, um, you know. Um, that doesn't just mean, like I said, not don't post junk. <laughs> You know, we all have to be, <laughs> you know, we all have to be sort of discerning about our work, which I think we can do. You know, with enough training and with enough uh, assistance, you can figure out the pictures that work. But, uh, you know, you know, that's that's my two cents. So, you got anything? To, and to no, I'm, I I got nothing. And you've you've added my two cents as well. Okay, mind you, my my currency is a little different. <laughs> Your um, three cents. So so it's my three cents. <laughs> But basically, you summed it up perfectly. All right. Well, hey, Mac, um, thanks so much for hanging out with me. Oh, it's it's always a pleasure. I mean, it's um, there's there's no words to explain this. I mean, it's always a pleasure to yeah, to, to come yeah. on your show again. I'm and so talk glad to I... you because it's it's awesome. I'm, I'm sorry, I just get so long sometimes. Yeah, no, that's great, and I'm I'm so glad that uh, I know that. Um, uh, Tom loves when you're on the show and when he's unable to be there. Uh, it, you fit right into the, the kind of stuff we like to talk about. So I, I really appreciate that you're able to take your time 
uh, from your schedule. And I know there's a lot of stuff going on in both of our lives. And so it was great that we can, uh, you know, sit down for a little while and, and talk yeah, about it's this. Always, it's always fun. Yeah. And so, thank you. And thank thank you, Tom. Yeah. Because nobody can replace <laughs> you. You're, you're, you're an awesome guy. So. Right. I'm just I'm just very happy to be able to step in from time to time. Yeah, cool. So, Mac, why don't you tell everybody where we can find you in the world? Uh, you can find me basically the uh, Shutter Time with Sid and Mac. That's the podcast. That's a uh, podcast and, everybody and has to domain. subscribe to, by the way. I'm yeah, everybody has to subscribe to it because if not, the, the Canadian wrath of winter is going to come down and... <laughs> That's it. You're going to be frozen. Oh, and mention um, and mention uh, mention who you were just on with, who you guys just teamed up with. Uh, come what on, the hell, what? Come on, the teamed podcast that I introduced you to. Oh yes, Bart. Bart Bouchard. Uh, yes, I can't ever pronounce his last name, so that it's, I left it's it Bouchard, free. Was, I think you, you you got you got the hint very nicely. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> So yeah, that we were on uh, Let's Talk Photography, mm-hmm. um, one of his podcasts. Uh, it's it's also a, another great podcast you guys have to subscribe to, yeah. because Bart is very knowledgeable in terms of photography, and all the little n- nooks and crannies, and he starts talking about stuff, and you'd be surprised going, huh, really? <laughs> Things that make you go, huh? Well, um, Bart knows this stuff. So, yeah, Bart knows his stuff, and it's it, it's always a pleasure to, to 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 listen to his podcast. But we got the pleasure to actually be on the podcast, so that was that was always great. That was good, great. I'll link um, everybody up to that. So, and and uh, of course, you can find me at mixmedia photography, spelled with M I K S, not M I K X, M I K S media photography and before you start thinking it's not a play on mix it's it's actually there's a long story <laughs> which i will get into why is it mix um yeah and that's sometimes you can find some of my film in there because uh and of course from there you can find us on instagrams and book faces and all that other all right. fun stuff cool well great <clears throat> Thank you for that. And uh, oh no, thank you. No, no, thank you. <laughs> oh no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and for those of you who are getting me for the first time, you can go check uh, Switch to Manual out on their web on our website, switchtomanual.com. And we're on what are we on? We're on Twitter at switch the number two manual. So switch to manual. There were also that's our handle on Instagram as well. Uh, I'm not posting as much on Instagram as I'd like to, but uh, you might as well follow because why not? And we're on Facebook. We like our Facebook fr- uh, people, so why don't you uh, follow us and thumbs up on Facebook? And what else? Uh, we have. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Let's see. Oh, right. Um, we have uh, one of the things. Uh, if you want to help support the show, uh, there's a couple of ways. You can. You got a little tip cup uh, available, so if you want to drop us some chump change. Um, and then buy Tom and me a coffee or something like that. Uh, that'd be great. Uh, get PayPal. But also another way to do that is to uh, allow us to uh, criticize your pictures. We have uh, photo portfolio uh, reviews. Uh, so you can find that on our website. And uh, it's a great way uh, for us to feel like we're actually doing something for our money. If you want to help uh, us look at your pictures and give us some professional advice, uh, why don't you check out uh, those things? And what else? Oh, if you also subscribe to us on iTunes, 
please give us some ratings and some reviews. Uh, we need to, we want to get more uh, listeners. And so uh, we're trying to figure out a way. But I think that's a way that we're able to do that. And uh, I think that's it. Does it sound like about it? Yeah, that's about it. Yeah. yeah. And I have to attest the, 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 the uh, picture reviews are top notch. Oh, thank you. You have to. You thank have you. to try it. I appreciate that. Yeah, I'm, I should do that myself, someplace else. This <laughs> 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 is criticism. Hey, what's good for the goose, right? Yeah, so. that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Especially Canadian goose. Canadian. <laughs> or maybe some gray goose. Okay. Yeah. Ooh, it's getting late night. Okay. Uh, all right, and uh, I think that's it for now. And so, uh, with that, I will say see you later. And if Tom was here, he'd say. Adios. I say keep on clicking. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.